Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Carol Suki podcast. Today, I have my special friend, Andrea Donnelly, also known as C Witchery on Instagram. And Andrea, thank you so much for coming on and speaking with me. I am so excited to be here, Carol. Um, yeah, I I love I love talking about all the things that we're going to talk about, and it is an honor and a joy to be here. So Andrea and I first met just a few months ago in Sedona, Arizona. It was it, yeah, it was really it was a really special experience, and I knew going into it because yeah, I had been to Sedona before, and I know it's like so such a potent um, place to be in terms of ascension and growth and just like remembering there's something about the energy of Sedona that really nurtures Mm -hmm. um, people who are there in terms of just anchoring into the truth of who you are. Yes. And I had no clue, Andrea. I didn't know what I was walking into. I knew that there were some really powerful successful women and I was like great this is going to be this is going to be great it's going to be inspiring I'm going to learn a lot while I'm here I didn't know I was going to learn all of that yeah and it's really interesting because you know for for me like part of my story I now I work as um a master healer and quantum. I do um, quantum sound and energy healing with people. I am a clear channel. I've been a channel since I was a baby. I channel light language. So I have this business where I work as both a spiritual mentor and a business guide and an intuitive. And I really work with very like high achieving, super visionary people from around the world. And it was something I always knew that I was going to do. Like I, because I've talked to my guides since I was a baby, I've always known that I came to down to earth to do something really big. Like this was just, wow. part of, I've, I've always known that I had a really big destiny. And the reason mm. I like slide that in here is because there is this way where one of the things, right, that I as a clear channel and a lot of, if you go, you know, and you read um, prophecies about the time that we're living through, you know, you know, very, um, v- many ancient religions, this time was prophesized to be a time in which the world was really going to change, right? And so whatever words we put to it, people call it all kinds of different things, right? The new earth, the new paradigm, the golden age, there are all sorts of different words that we put to describe what's happening right now. But this time was truly destined to be a time where A, light leaders, you know, new earth visionaries from around the world were meant to come together to start something really different and to anchor in a frequency and an experience for the collective that's different than anything we've ever experienced on earth. So I, you know, have been on this like wild ascension journey for decades at this point. And to me, I was just like always kind of like waiting with bated breath, right? For the time that we're in now, because I could always see that this is where we were headed and this is where we were going. And, you know, for, and so it, to me, to be able to finally be in this place now where Mm -hmm. everything that I was shown for decades, right, where Mm -hmm. my guides would be like, it feels, you know, complicated on earth right now. And the things you're living through are, you know, frankly, a lot for me as a personal, you know, from a personal perspective, but they were like, it, it's, it's all for a reason. 
And it's all gonna literally click into place someday. And then the world really is going to start to shift. And it's so cool to be here now, right? To be able to go to something like that retreat that we were at, where there are women from all over the world who have come together to anchor in this like legitimately new expansive frequency in their own way, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's like one of the coolest parts about all of this work to me is like, we're all moving to the tune of what we'll call, I'll call like, you know, our own drum, right? The beat mm-hmm. of our own drum. And the thing yes. about now is that we're all here, right? To hold our sacred frequency, to help the planet remember that there's something so much better than what, you know, has existed down here for eons at this point, perhaps even millions of years, which has been out of sync with stewardship, with joy, with love, with magic, with like true cosmic justice and order. And like, I always felt like I really came down here (laughs) Mm -hmm. to, to help restore all of those things, to really help restore justice, restore joy, restore, you know, wealth and peace and beauty to this planet, because this planet is amazing. And we as humans have so much more power than Mm -hmm. so many people even remember. And I feel like that is what is just like, it's so beautiful to be able to be here, you know, on this podcast where people from around the world, again, are going to be able to like tune into this and listen to this and experience the magic of just even like hearing you and I talk about all of the things Yes. And I love that you are on my podcast because I find that a lot of my audience is maybe a little bit woo curious, not so all the way woo. And so you saying that you've been channeling since you were a baby and all of this, like, I don't have the same experience. I feel like this is, I can kind of put things together into my past, but not as far as being a baby I knew that I was a little bit different. It was hard for me to make connections and solid friendships. And I knew that I just thought different than the people that I was around. So how did you make those connections of being able to channel and, and you know, do light language from when you were so young? Like how, how clear was this messaging to you to serve in this way? It was so clear. And I always, so I'll, I'll tell you two like quick stories, which I think yeah. really like helped to highlight this. So For sure. When I, when I was really little, I think it was before my dad passed away when I was little, um, right before I turned three. So it was before he had passed away. And okay. I, so this is interesting because I didn't remember this consciously until a couple of years ago when a family member heard one of my lives and on the live, I was talking about how I had always very like consciously, clearly communicated with my guides. Like I have memories going back right to childhood. And this one instance, I didn't remember, um, but she was like, you know, it's wild. She, she popped into my um, Facebook message after this live that she listened to. She was like, when you were like two and a half one day, you had woken up in quotes 
um, after, you know, sleeping ostensibly for, you know, however, eight hours during the course of the night, and you mm-hmm. were really tired and you looked really tired, even though you had been, you know, sleeping. And I asked you, you know, why you were so tired because you had been sleeping. And you looked at me and you told me that when you were, when everyone else was asleep was the time that you talked to all of the people who it was harder for you to communicate with during the day because you had really important work to do. Like, I was oh my goodness. Half, right. So, oh, so, wow. I, so I told her that and she said that like I used to mumble in my sleep. I like my eyes would do all sorts of like wild things while I was sleeping, sleeping in quotes. And then I often was not in fact sleeping and she could, she knew that. Well, she said that while we were having that conversation, my grandmother heard this because we were all at our family. We don't have it anymore, but we had had a family beach house at the time. My grandmother heard her and was like, oh, shut that down. Like, we're not doing this with her because I right. came from a family of really powerful psychics, whatever words you want to put to it. Okay. Right? People who were really spiritually gifted. It was like ran through my genetic line. Okay. And um, my grandmother had had a really psychic sister. And she, you know, and my grandmother had been born in 1920. The world was very different then, right? right. And even the world was different when this was probably in like 1981, 82. The world was different then too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, from my grandmother's perspective, right? She witnessed the effect, as it were, of having these spiritual gifts and how it created ostracization and just like the things that were complicated, right? So she was just like, we're not doing this with her. Literally shut it down. <laughs> I don't ever like, no, no, no. And more no. but like even my family was aware of it right and so and then and I always from the time from around then which is about like the earliest time that I have memories I I had this like language which I now know is light language which I spoke and I would I would and I knew it was something like even as a little kid I used to think of it as like elegant gibberish or like a muppet tongue or something but I knew it was something because I used it to communicate with animals and with plants and I used it to talk to my guides and I knew that it wasn't something like I didn't even I didn't share it with my family Um, I didn't start talking about it publicly until a couple of years ago because I was shown that I was not supposed to talk about it publicly until a certain point basically when I started my business and then that you know I was meant to really start to share it because the frequencies of the earth had changed and certain you know there have been people sharing light language for decades at this point um but for me I was shown to just basically sort of keep it to myself as it were but I used it to communicate with um with animals I have a couple of like wild animal rescue stories where (laughs) I literally like spoke light language to um once we were on a family trip to Florida as a kid and there was um, an egret who had gotten a hook in her eye at a park and my grandmother and my mom knew that I was an animal whisperer and I was like could see that the rangers were having trouble it was in a state park I could see that they were having trouble um like calming the bird down and getting her to a vet and I was like I can help and my how old were you I was, I think I was in about third grade at this point. Oh my goodness. Wow. And I, and they, um, and they were like, listen, we know this is perhaps unorthodox, but this little lady is a real animal whisperer. She says she can help. And I think it's probably worth like giving it a whirl. Wow. (laughs) So, So I did. And you know, Carol, I walked up to the bird 
And I started, I like dropped my voice real low because I didn't want anybody to hear me. And I started whispering light language to the bird. And I told her that it was okay. I explained to her that, you know, we, I knew that she was in a lot of pain, but it's that, um, but that, that like the people, right. That, that, that were trying to cat, catch her were doing it so they could get her to a vet and that she was going to be okay. Even right. though it was complicated in the moment, <laughs> she calmed down. I wrapped my arms around her. And everyone was like, what is happening? What did this little wizard just do? Oh but my goodness. They were able, right, to get her to a wildlife vet. And I literally used light language to calm wow. her down, let her know that she was safe, let her know what their intention was. And, and for me, one of the things that's interesting about the way that I particularly channel is I always know what the English translation, as it were, is of the things that I'm saying. Like, while I'm channeling light language, I also, I'm very nerdy too, so I'm sure this contributes to <laughs> all of this. Because I like, right, like, I I love the woo, but I'm also in a lot of ways, like, people don't even always know this about me, but I worked for a financial services company for five years. Right. I had a Series 7 license, which is what enables somebody to be a broker in the U.S. I never did that, wow. but I did use it to facilitate financial Yes. information. And and so there's this part of me, I have a degree from a you know very um, academically minded school here in the US called Wesleyan University. Like I am both probably the most woo-woo person anyone will ever meet. <laughs> but then there's this other part of me that's like, like loves data, loves the information really. So mm. it's like an interesting balance. Um, yes. And I don't even remember like why I wove that in, but there was something about like, I always knew that the light language used in concert with, you know, other things was really meaningful. So yeah. anyway. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, so things like that happened to me from the time I was a little kid. And the last thing that I'll share before we like move on about how I always like knew these things about me, mm -hmm. I was watching um, when I was around like four or five years old, I was watching a Sesame Street special which is called Don't Eat the Pictures. And the Muppets <laughs> get trapped in the Met uh, Museum in New York. And, and I've had, like, for years, I would be like, did I make that up? And then every couple of years, I would, like, Google Don't Eat the Picture. And I'd be like, nope, that's real. That really did happen to me because it was so surreal. Even, yeah. like, I knew the things that were happening to me were really different, right? <laughs> than what was happening to other people. So I'm sitting there, I'm watching this, um, this, this very metaphysical story, by the way, which is like mm -hmm. really, like the Muppets were really ahead of their time by way of sharing spiritual <laughs> lessons with the tiny people. Um, right. They, so they get trapped in the Met and the story is that they meet the soul of an Egyptian boy who's been trapped on earth for something like 4,000 years. And his parents have already gone home to the stars. And he wants to reunite with them. And so what they uncover is this whole like beautiful thing where all of these like guides come in and they essentially explain to Big Bird and this, this, the spirit of this boy, that the way that you move on to the next life is by having your heart be as light as a feather. Wow. And I'm watching this and my guide said to me at the time, this is what you have to do no matter what happens to you over the arc of your life, and a lot of things are going to happen. You mm -hmm. know this, you already understand when you came into this body, it was part of the agreement that you made was to live through some stuff to help transmute things for your line and for the collective. 
And, and they were like, no matter what happens, you must keep your heart as light as a feather. It will not always be easy. You will not always be perfect at it, but this is a very important like lesson and thing that you, you need to remember this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, got it guys. You know, I'm <laughs> five years old at the time. And I'm like, no, understood. So I, so there was, so there was just always this like really sort of surreal, hyper profound thing happening behind the scenes mm-hmm. um, where I was always really like clearly communicating. I can, I'm psychic in pretty much every way that exists. I can see things, hear things, smell things. I can, you know, it's like, like I experience things physically. I have a really um, clear ability to see very far into the future and I channel all realms of light. Um, so, so like, I knew that something, I knew that I had a really big destiny as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and it, I'll tell you something too, that was really cool about it was because of all of the things that I lived through, um, having that connection to yes. my team of guides and to God, like, I remember learning the word prayer when I was probably around like a similar age to, um, to all of this, like in the like four or five range. And I was like, Hmm, oh, I guess I'm already doing that because I'm always talking to God. Wow. Um, So, so yeah, I like, I knew that I was doing something (laughs) that was like really special. And, um, and, and I was always, like I said, like waiting in a lot of ways with bated breath, because the other thing is my guides were like, you're going to start a business someday where you help people around the world to remember these things that you came in remembering. Mm-hmm. It's not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. You know, it was like one of those right. things where I was like, but when, when will it be time? When will it, <laughs> when, 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 oh, I want, I want, I want to do it now. You know, the character <laughs> from Willy Wonka, Veruca Salt was like, I want it now. You know, I was like, but it's the time yet, you know, and they'd be like, no, not yet. Just like, can you chill out and just like enjoy yourself in the meantime? And Mm-hmm. No. anyway I woke up one day in 2020 and I could literally feel that the wind had changed and I was like oh I need to start my business now it's time it's time friend it is time and yeah. you know Carol what was really interesting too is that it was very um I was disabled by chronic nerve pain at the time and I was like I know you've never led me astray. You <laughs> know what yeah. you're saying is right and they were like this is going to be how you fully clear all of that from your field. And I did, I'm fully, I, I recovered from it. And, um, I started this awesome business where I've just seen so many miracles unfold in other people's lives. Right. Like I knew that I, I knew I had something special to share because I had impacted my, you know, I had healed my own body and my bank account. And when I started working with other people, I was like, this is so freaking wild to see how, quickly this impacts people, right? Like last week I did a clearing for someone, a remote energy clearing um, for them. They need $25,000 in cash though after I had done the clearing for them. And it's like things like that just happened over and over and over again. And to me now, I'm at a point where I still like share this modality with people. But um, but yeah, I'm also being really called to start to teach people how to, to, to do this process that I use um, so that, you know, people can get these kind of incredible results in their own life and Mm -hmm. with their clients, right? Like the world, we need new solutions. Yes. The the old ways are not working. They're not working. They do not work. 
right? Yes. You know it, I know it. It's really time for something new. And yes. these tools that I know how to use, which I call Ascension Technologies, it's like there's a really urgent need mm-hmm. for these tools to, you know, get in the hands of the people as it were. Yes, because the the those days of hustle and push, 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 like that's done. <laughs> that's That's no longer going to work for anybody. It's more now a time to allow and, you know, really just trust more so than get in people's faces and force success, quote unquote. Yeah. And, and it, it feels so much like the key, one of the big keys, Mm -hmm. I think to shifting out of all of those old ways is for all of us to really start to lean into our spiritual gifts mm-hmm. and start to uncover our own connection to the divine, right? Like that's to me part of what makes my, um, you know, my my own modality, which I um, which is called future medicine. It's what makes it so powerful is that it can be used for anything. Right. I've seen people heal their own bodies, heal their money stories, make, you know, just call in so much money, magic, miracles, really shift interpersonal relationships, ramp up their ascension journeys. I've seen people do so many different things, leveraging my work. And what's cool about it, and I think what's cool when I say the word ascension technology, anybody who like doesn't is like, what is that wackadoo talking about? <laughs> um, what I perceive, what I call ascension technologies are energetic tools that yes. we can, that don't require any, anything external beyond our own, the mastery of our own experience. So things like meditation, energy work, light language, breath work, right? To me, those are, those are what an ascension technology is, is something that you can leverage that requires nothing outside of yourself but creates really fast, powerful, permanent impact, right? And then it also creates this beautiful ripple from you because as you do the work and you start to remember the truth of who you are, Mm -hmm. it affects your genetic line. It heals things backwards and forwards through time and it ripples through the collective. And I think that's also what people talk about when they're talking about like the idea of quantum healing or quantum leaps is that idea essentially of creating like a frequency shift that moves through all of space and time and, mm-hmm. and creates such a beautiful, often instantaneous result mm-hmm. um, where, you know, it can feel like, oh my gosh, you know, yesterday I was someone who sort of moved this way and boop, boop, like I woke up today and I feel different. I feel like uniquely capable. I've remembered these things about myself. And that's really when you start, right, to like be able to move out of that old like hustle culture and really start to figure out what works for you. Because I think that's the other really big thing about like leaving those old hustle culture structures is like finding what is your unique style? Like, what are your energy needs? What's your dream life? Like for some people, they, you know, derive a ton of joy working a lot. Right. Mm -hmm. And that, and that can be channeled into something really productive. Right. So it's done right. Right. So what would you say, let's say to somebody who's like, Oh, this is, this is way out there. I'm going to need to, A, listen to this podcast all over again. I never had any (laughs) of this stuff when I was a kid. I never, and it's just, it just feels so far away 
for them. Where's a good place to start? Um, I would love, so if people are, you know, are because rightly, right. There's a lot of misinformation. There's a lot Mm -hmm. of noise. We're not necessarily ever taught that we need to cultivate these gifts. So I know it can sound like really surreal, but there is a lot of scientific evidence that actually like backs up the stuff that I'm saying, which I know science will catch up to it. But, But for me, I would love for people if they're like, I don't even know what she's talking about, but I like her vibe. I feel really (laughs) activated and excited by what this woman is laying down. Go to my website, which is weareheretoremember.com. I have Mm -hmm. um, what I call the Money, Magic, and Miracles Activation Bundle, which is two channeled light language healings and then a guided meditation. Um, And and start start to use the tools. If you just go to my website, scroll down to the bottom, you can jump on and start to use them. And what I recommend, especially with light language, all right, right, you guys, if you if you're if you've stuck with us this whole time, you've heard me call it elegant giblet. <laughs> like as a kid, I called it literally elegant gibberish, right? Right. <laughs> it is, you can't have fun with it. Don't try to be super serious. Like the, the thing, I think a lot of people, right, especially with spiritual stuff, can get really stuck in their head. And it's just like, let that go. Don't judge yourself. You know, sign up for my mailing list. You'll receive those three healings over. I think it's the course of a week. Start to listen to them. Yes. One of them is only 42 seconds long. Mm -hmm. The impact of it, the things that people share with me, when they even just listen to that one 42 second long channeled clip of light language Right. are so wild. I mm-hmm. had someone a couple of months ago who was suffering from a really bad migraine. And I said, listen, put this on right now. <laughs> if, you, if you feel right. called. Yeah. And she put it on and she texted me back and she said, literally feels like you poured rainbow light into my body with your voice. Mm-hmm. So just like, like I said, like the big thing for me, especially when people are newer to the journey is just to like, let your thinking mind, like, you know, you can acknowledge it and be like, listen, thinking mind. I know this sounds real crazy, <laughs> <laughs> but let's give this a whirl. <laughs> but let's give this a whirl and let's see how it feels. Right. And yeah. I think that's the other thing is like, we can get really stuck in like this human thing of like overthinking and letting our brain, you know, sort of run the show. Mm-hmm. But how does your body respond? Right. If you, I, one of those things in that little bundle that my freebie is um, guided meditation called cultivating inner peace. And Mm -hmm. I know I've been being told again, since I was little, that one of the big ways that people get activated is Mm -hmm. by even just literally hearing the sound of my voice. Okay. So, so is it, is it kind of like, so with light language, because there's nothing to understand, like nobody can actually understand what it is that's, you know, coming through you. Um, it's not like learning another language, like, like me trying to learn German, like you, there's no translation per se. So are you connecting with people's subconscious then? Yes. And when I, when I think about, like, I have spent a lot of time, you know, sort of whittling down, um, a definition as it were, (laughs) of what I think of light language to be. And to me, light language is your heart's original language. Um, Mm. light language and light codes which I think people sort of use interchangeably in a lot of ways um, are unique to your essence or your soul 
right? Mm -hmm. And it operates outside of space and time. It stimulates profound healing, clearing, recalibration, transformation, and ascension. And it is, like I said, a really potent tool um, that we have access to now to be able to assist us as part of what we need to do. Because I always describe sort of the, the human experience as, as um, in this way, we all have what I call a, an energetic bag of rocks, mm -hmm. right? We've all got it. We've got, we come out, we come down to earth, you know, no matter what our like purpose is, but we've got stuff, right? We experience stuff over the course of our childhood. Mm -hmm. Our families are not perfect. Society is not perfect. So we've got, right, energetic stuff from this life. We've got energetic stuff from past lives. We've got energetic stuff from our epigenetic line, right? If you, yes. for those of you in the audience who are familiar with that term, um, it, it, or perhaps not, um, epigenetics is, there have been studies done on mice. And I believe in mice, it goes back something like 11 generations. Oh, and wow. to me, if something is true in, in mice, we're all genetically similar in, enough. It's true in humans from my perspective too. And, yep. and when you think about that, right, when they studied it in mice, what they realized was that mice inherited like 11 generations of their family's trauma and fear. Like wow. it's literally in their mice. bodies. Mice, right? Mice. And so, and I remember reading that years ago and being like, that is true of humans too. Yes. Because as part of that energetic bag of rocks, as it were, that I see when I work with people, that I, that I use the light language, the energy healing that I channel to be able to very quickly, like clear those things from your field. A lot of the stuff that we're carrying around with us that creates what, you know, people say like money blocks or success blocks, or maybe blocks to like feeling better in your body or finding love or healing or whatever the thing is, those blocks are in large part, all of that weight of the noise the you know, the energy that we've been carrying around with us. That's often not even ours. Right. Yes. It's like some, fear that you know a great 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 grandparent had right about, you know what it meant to for example lean into your truth or be brave you know there mm -hmm. are all of these ways that we have experienced so much trauma on earth yes through all of the things right through colonization through war through environmental devastation like there's no if you look at pretty much everyone alive if you go back through your genetic line, and I think this is really true of everyone, no matter where you're from um, or what your circumstances look like, we all have stuff that our ancestors have experienced that affect us in the present day. And so yes. to me, that's like why these tools are so important and why rekindling, as it were, the language of your own heart mm -hmm. is so needed because if you think about language, it's beautiful. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm, I, I love words and I'm a writer and I love poetry and all of the things, but it limits us. Yeah. It really limits us. And the cool thing about light language is because it is like your original frequency and the coding of your own soul, you can communicate with it. And you don't have to understand anything beyond just literally the vibration that you 
are met with when you hear me channel something like light language or, you know, for other people who channel it, it's like this, like literal, it's like you're literally singing the song of your own heart. And that moves beyond language, right? Mm -hmm. And so the ways that, you know, we're essentially from a human perspective, um, unable in a lot of ways, right, to like communicate with anyone on earth limited by our human language. It's like, woo, we have these things like energy work and light language, which move in this way that's so much bigger than that. So no matter who you are or where you're from, you can mm -hmm. receive these really powerful sacred tools and they like do something very quick and they really like activate people themselves to be able to be like, oh, I am right. the coolest, you know, human, right? <laughs> like I am extraordinary. I am magical. And I feel like that's really what we need right now is for everyone to start to get back in that because the noise from the collective, right? For, mm -hmm. you know, from the systems are the mm -hmm. exact opposite of that. It's about how, you know, you're, you're not good enough, how you need to be better and do better and hustle more. Blah, blah, blah. It's like all of this yeah. noise. And it's like, none of that is the truth. Yes. And it's exhausting. <laughs> and it's just exhausting. Oh, exhausting. Yes. Yeah. So to be able yeah. to just let go, open your mind, open your heart and take in some light language is just like, it's non-judgmental. It's just, just open up and receive really open up and right. receive. Yeah. Like literally just receive. And then if you are, you know, I recommend too, like if people go ahead and download that freebie of mine, start to journal, like after you listen to it, write down how you feel, write down how you felt before, take a picture of yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. And then literally listen to, you know, the tools for a month, go back and take another picture of yourself. Look at how you looked. And like I said, like journaling, that's where the journaling process can be so potent because you can start to be like, oh, wow, these things happened over the course of life. So I think that like part of it too is just like employing this idea of like keeping a good record of your own growth over time. Because mm -hmm. one of the things about Ascension Technologies is that they, they, they can have such a fast effect and especially with light language, it's so gentle in a way. It's both like super freaking potent and really gentle. So it can mm -hmm. almost feel like nothing happened. But then you're like, oh, but no, I'm literally a different person than I was before I started dumping, jumping into these spiritual tools. Okay. So can you just give us a 10 second sample of something you feel called to share so that someone can understand what exactly this might sound like? Oi magara da kora da kaparosta kara da koroli hai oi magara da koi bayogupa shakaparunika ha ha beautiful yeah wow and you like so for those that can't see this you almost you literally went somewhere <laughs> when you did that <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Went i somewhere. mean like i can feel it right like i'm wow. i'm both like channeling it but like you can, for those who can't see me, I'm like, like my eyes, like yes. blinking my eyes a lot because like it, it impacts me too, right? It channels through me, it flows wow. through me. But like I experience it too. And that was about, um, that was about helping everyone remember who they are. 
Oh, beautiful. And we need that. We definitely We do. need We to really remember do. who we were before the world told us who we were. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so everybody has access to Ascension technology then? Yep, everyone has access to it, and um, and we and it's just so important right now. So mm -hmm. I would love for I know we're you know I want to be mindful of time, but um, I would really love for you know anyone who feels inspired by this. For me, the big thing with me when you hear me, if you feel called to work with me, I I encourage you to really honor it, no matter how much your brain is like. I about this reach out to me find me in all the places um for everyone listening if you use the code carol on my website you'll get 15 percent off anything oh um, yes which is awesome and i have a certification coming up that starts in march so that you can learn how to do what i do well, i have a little gift that i'm going to offer to everyone in your audience i think it's good for six months if anyone wants to use the code carol you can receive 15 percent off anything on my website and, um, and I would just encourage everyone to really lean into the way that you feel having listened to this, right? Like mm -hmm. if you listen to this and you're like, I don't know what she's talking about, but I want <laughs> to either experience it through working with her or learn how to do this, I really encourage you to jump into my certification. Um, I, it starts on March 20th. I can't wait. It's going to be eight months. And during the course of this journey, you'll actually learn how to do what I do. And what I'm being shown is it's really important for me to share this modality and this yeah. process because we're in urgent need of a much higher frequency of healing tools than, than a lot of what's currently offered. And the cool thing about my method is I use a really multidimensional approach and I target three key areas, your body, your mind, and your spirit to mm -hmm. create these rapid, long lasting transformations. And I have seen so many just truly miraculous experiences unfold for my clients. And now it's time for me to teach people how to do this because it's just like I'm being shown over and over and over again how important it is as we move through 2024 and beyond to share this method with you and with other leaders of the new earth so that you have these potent tools and this methodology to really create incredible results for yourself, for your clients, and for your community because mm -hmm. we're really, we really need it's it's very evident as you and I have discussed that the old ways do not work. Right. And it's really time for something new. So it's going to be so much fun. Um, those those three key areas that I was talking about, the body, mind, and spirit. Um, mm -hmm. You'll learn how to channel energy work using my unique methodology, which is the part that from my perspective addresses the body. You'll mm -hmm. learn how, you'll learn slash remember your own unique language of light. Some people will audibly channel, some people will, you know, channel light codes through things like artwork or writing, like there are all kinds of different ways that you can integrate the light language component of it. And the light language component is a part of it, my method and my process that addresses the, um, your spirit, your heart, right, your divinity. Yes. And then that last part, which is really important, the part that addresses the mind is the part of channeling. And sharing the words, right? Addressing the higher dimensions to be able to actually like tune in and share, you know, the more practical 
channeled wisdom about how to actually take all of those things and embody them. So mm-hmm. I can't wait. I'm so excited about the certification program. It's going to run for yes. eight months and it just is, it's really time to just like get in there. If you are a leader of the new earth, it's time to ramp up your skill set. Even if you have, you know, studied energy work in the past, there's genuinely nothing like this process. It's just so much fun. So um, I can't wait to see who finds me from this. And thank you, Carol, for creating this beautiful (laughs) space because I just like we've been talking about it's just it's so important to cultivate. Mm-hmm. Cultivate our divinity, cultivate our spiritual gifts. I've been saying it for years at this point. Our yeah. spiritual gifts are the greatest currency we possess. Absolutely. Because it's unique to everybody. Like the way you serve, even though someone else might do light language, it's your your gift is unique to you. The way that you serve through light language or and all your other modalities is unique, uh, more so than someone else's. So um everybody will discover their own who joins your certification too, right? And the way that they will be serving their, you know, um, audience will be something so special for their own people too, and will be taught through you, right? Yeah. And I think that to me is like one of the really cool things about this is in some certifications, you know, you learn like a very set methodology, right? And you will learn how to channel energy work and how to use light language and light codes. You know, if you want to do things like work with people privately or in groups or however, you know, you'll, you'll learn the process and you can utilize it in that, you know, in that way, if that's what lights you up. But what I always see, especially about light language and energy work is you can literally use it for anything. So anything that people are already doing, any field that people work in, you can implement what you'll learn in this certification to amplify the results of what you're already doing. So whether you are a spiritual entrepreneur, you know, maybe like, maybe you work in medicine, finance, law, like there are so many different ways to apply this technology to amplify what it is that you're already doing. And I think that to me is what's so cool about it is like, Mm -hmm. I really want to help you uncover your gifts and figure out how to use this technology that I'm going to share with you to really move within for you, right? Mm -hmm. To to honor what it is that you're excited about. Like I end up, I sort of naturally, I feel like the biggest demographic of people who are drawn to me beyond just spiritual entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. are um, people who work in the medical field. Um, I've worked with doctors and nurses and therapists of all kinds um, to really help them to to create, right, to create more for people. We can look at those systems and see that they don't really address a lot of A, the root, or B, create like long-term consistent results where people aren't just like sucked into a system of always like needing things like pills and therapies and stuff, right? Like Mm -hmm. we really need something better. And the other big demographic I work with are artists um, and, and spiritual entrepreneurs too. But I think that there's a really big way, especially for people who make art and are creatives in any way. And I would argue that anyone who's a business person is an artist because I think that right. we, we use, right, our business as a way of articulating our gifts. And mm-hmm. so anyway, I um, 
I hear my alarm reminding me. <laughs> wrap it up in the background. But Carol, I just, I love you. And I'm Aww. so grateful um, for, for this space and for everyone listening. I am I'm really excited for people to find me. Absolutely. Love you too, Andrea. And I really hope some people can um, learn that there's this whole nother modality out there that they didn't know that they can channel because maybe some people thought like, how do I do that? How do I, and that's going to be all taught within that eight month certification. And that's a lot of support for people. So I really hope that they um, take advantage of this and to work with someone as gifted as you. So <laughs> thank you so much. Thank You're you, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Angie. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye-bye.